Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Horn. With me, as usual, are my guys Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod. And, oh, wow, news, news. We've been talking about who the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts are going to be for a while now, ever since the season ended for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, a, a lot of speculation, long time waiting. Uh, I personally, you know, Ballard said, you know, during his end-of-season press conference, this could last until the mid-February. Uh, guys, it's it's February 14th. You don't get more mid than that. There's only 28 days in this month. So, <laughs> get on. Um, I, I was saying it could, it could be, you know, the week after super right after the super bowl, because of interviews of guys that might be coaching in the super bowl. Well, guess what? Shane Steichen, ladies and gentlemen, um, that, that should be your new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, uh, I want to remind everyone that bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, pre contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Gerard? Thoughts on Shane as, um, you know, the, the guy here in Indy for, you know, who knows how long? Well, I, I don't know Shane personally, but uh, it seemed like the Eagles front office organization and coaches are everybody seemed to be trying to get their their, their guys, you know, all across the league. So, uh, but just looking at the Eagles offense the past couple of years, I mean, obviously they got a great scheme. Uh, great players and all that those type of things and they do a good job of developing quarterbacks over there no matter who's at, at the helm you know Carson Wentz has success there Nick Foles obviously and now you see Jalen Hurts having success there so uh, I'm, I'll be eager to see uh, the direction Shane will want to go in the quarterback uh, room you know with the Colts and how we'll look you know from that standpoint but it seems like anybody that you can grab from the Eagles organization that they're a hot ticket right now you know they, they they've been the standard for the past few years it's weird Rodney um this is kind of odd because you played on a team with Shane Steichen in 2021 you played this past year with Frank Reich and both of them were the offensive coordinators for the Eagles when they went to the Super Bowl that's kind of I don't know I thought that was a bit of a a weird thing right Uh, and then end up becoming the Colts head coach right after that so uh your thoughts uh, on Shane Steichen being the the uh, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, I think Shane uh, Steichen is a, a a great candidate. You know, what I'm saying, and and a great decision to you know bring him in as the uh, you know new head coach for the Colts, and he's well respected in that building over in Philly and across the league. And you know, Gerard knows you when you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and obviously they didn't win, but you know, you now become a hot commodity, you know, uh, you know, as Mike Jones say, man, you know, back then didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. 
And, and so that's what you're seeing is from that from that uh, that staff over there. Uh, a few guys are getting op- their opportunity to be able to lead a team. And I think, you know, Shane has a great track record of not only on the offensive side, but, you know, just looking at his resume, he, he was a defense assistant. You know, at one time he's done quality control. He's been an assistant coach, OC. So he's done a lot within a team. And he's seen a lot. And so that perspective alone allows you, you know, just to have a better viewpoint from a holistic standpoint as a as a coach and as a head coach at that. You you get both sides of the ball and the football. And then you add the fact that he's played, you know, at one point. So he, he knows, you know, has that player mentality. Um, and then you see the job that he's done with quarterbacks, it's particularly young quarterbacks. And so when you look at that and, and you see the Colts now and, don't know what the future holds, but, you know, there's a lot of talks about, you know, possibly picking up a, a young quarterback in the draft. Right. And so having the ability of somebody who has experience, you know, that can um, take those steps with that quarterback, put him in good position to succeed um, and, and help him grow in the way that you want to see uh, for your team to have success. You know, he's probably the best guy out there right now as you as you look at, you know, all the rest of the candidates that they have listed. Absolutely. Talking about his history with quarterbacks. I mean, the last three quarterbacks that he's he's worked with, Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. I mean, that right there pretty much lists the type of quarterbacks there are in the NFL, right? C- completely, you know, all the way around the board. Head coaches, they have a lot of say-so in the players that the the GM or whoever is drafting for a team brings into the organization. And as an offensive mind, Steichen's going to have a lot of input on the type of quarterback that Chris Ballard will be bringing in. And because he's coached three different quarterbacks, three different style quarterbacks, does that make it a little bit more difficult on, on who – you know, he might be going for, say, in the draft, you think, Gerard? Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on uh, his his system and, and the style that he wants to run. Obviously, when you the quarterbacks that you name, they're all different, like you said. So to me, as a player, what I'm taking from that is it seems like you got a coach that's willing to adjust, you know, what he does offensively to fit what's available to him as far as in the quarterback room. Uh, so that's a plus right there. You know, and maybe it doesn't matter, you know, the style. He just wants the, the better quarterback and he'll be able to adjust his system and some of the things that he do and uh, put that guy in the best position possible. So uh, for him to have like like you said, multiple different style of quarterbacks that uh, he's worked with in the past, which all has been successful. Uh, it just shows you that he's willing to change up some of the things that he thinks uh, schematically that'll work for either of those guys. So, I mean, that's that's a plus right there going into the building. And, and uh, Rodney, uh, the last two quarterbacks in particular, he's walked into the NFL and they've both had instant success, as you have said, you know, between Herbert walking in and just shocked the NFL and then obviously Hurts over there in Philly. Uh, is it safe to expect that he could probably do that again with a third quarterback here in Indy? I think as you look at his track record, uh, you, you would say there's a, a good chance. Uh, and there's a high probability that that can happen. Of course, you know, nothing is ever guaranteed, but I, I think he he knows um, the qualities and the characteristics and and has, 
you know, the ability to to get the most out of his players. And I, and I think the biggest thing to Gerard's point is allowing players to play to their strength. Right. And him understanding who is lining up behind center and how do I adjust, you know, my game plan and my scheme to fit them in whatever stage that, that they're, that they're in, in their career, right? Like there is, there is, there are phases, you know, that you go through. And so you have to understand, you know, maybe as a coordinator, head coach, I can't put too much on, you know, my quarterback at this point in time, you know, I have to give them just enough, right. And, and there's steps, there's baby steps as you, as you progress. And so I think he'll do a good job at, at managing whatever quarterback he has and play, you know, more importantly to their strength. Absolutely. Uh, Gerard, I, here's, here's a question that I, I've been trying to work this around in my mind for a while. When a head coach is announced and comes in first immediate thing that he needs to do is, is get himself a staff around him. Right. And if he keeps Gus Bradley, does that make it easier on him or or does that make it a little bit more difficult when it comes to the defensive side and he only has to worry about offensive side or does him and Gus Bradley you think need to get together and and, and discuss uh the support staff around the the defensive side I'm I'm trying to wrap my hand around that I'm pretty sure he's probably going to meet with everybody but normally when you bring a head coach in he already has guys that you know, he wants to work with guys that, you know, he feels a fit his culture and his environment, you know, the best. Um, I mean, obviously he's going to come in and he's going to listen to the owner. He's going to listen to Jim Irsay and Chris on what they will recommend for our staff and all those things. But, and if Gus fits, you know, what he wants to do and what he wants the defense to look like, Gus will be there. I mean, I think everybody understands at the end of the day, um, I mean, it's not something that you can take personal uh, when a head coach comes in and he has just certain guys that he wants, you know, on his team and on his staff. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that uh, he'll meet with Gus. And if Gus fits his style, that the way that he feels a defense, you know, should look and uh, what he wants it to look like while he's at the helm of things, uh, Gus will be there. Because like Rodney said, you know, we're, we got a coach that actually worked on the defensive side of the ball, you know, so it's not like it's a foreign uh, you know, something foreign to him and he don't kind of have a clue or have an idea of what a defense should look like. Like he knows exactly, you know, what's his deep, what he, what he wants his defense to look like. And like I said, if Gus fits that Gus will be there. All right, Rodney, Rodney, here's the thing. All right. I'm putting you in Shane Steichen's shoes. It's historical. When a, when a guy goes and is hired as a head coach from one team to another, you know, from, from like a, a coordinator to become a head coach and another, he tends to poach coaches from his former team to come over and play. Can <laughs> you name me some guys on that staff that if you were in Steichen's shoes, you'd be like, I would want that guy right there uh, helping me out in my new position as a head coach. Ah, that's a great question. <laughs> but I, I can only I got to go to the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, my one of my favorite coaches all time, man, uh, he had the ability to coach me not only in the league, but high school as well, which is rare. Uh, Denar Wilson. And, you know, he's a secondary coach in the leagues, done it at a high level for a long time. Of course, you know, you saw what, you know, a secondary, you know, did, you know, for that team this year. And so, you know, he's somebody 
just his experience, um, his coaching habits and style is just and and character and what he brings to a defensive back room and a um you know, I think a staff as a whole is somebody who I could just identify as, you know, I will want him on my team and not saying that he, you know, he, that he's going to bring Denard along because obviously if he keeps, you know, keeps Gus, there are certain individuals in place already. You know, Milo, who's an, another great coach uh, that I had the pleasure of working with this year, you know, is already intact. So it'll be interesting, but that's somebody that I can point to and say, you know, that's somebody that if I'm Shane Steichen and I go anywhere, I would love to have Denard Wilson, you know, as a representation of my defense in some capacity, D coordinator, DB coach, whatever it might be. But um, what's interesting about, you know, whether or not he, he keeps Gus is he knows Gus very well, you know, from San Diego, uh, now L.A. Chargers. And so that relationship there you know, they know one another very well. And so I, I would think, you know, if the Colts have already kind of hinted at keeping Gus, they've had those conversations probably with Shane up to this point about mm-hmm. how do you feel about Gus? You know, you being around him and working with him and going against the defense every single day at practice and just understanding who he is as a man and, and, a, and a leader, you know, is that somebody that you want also – you know, leading the defense this year, you know, now as you as a new head coach. So be interesting to see what happens, but uh, th- there's a lot of familiar- familiarity there already. Absolutely. Now, one of the big things uh, that was a problem with the Indianapolis Colts was the offensive line this past year. Um, you know, they had a lot of troubles getting back into the rhythm that they were used to playing it for years and years and years. Steichen coming in. Um, coming from a team where that offensive line has generally played phenomenal football for years now. Um, do you think that, uh, Gerard, w- would would you be interested in in, in seeing Steichen maybe bringing in, like, the assistant O-line coach over to take over uh, the role as the offensive line coach or something of that nature? I don't know. I, like I say, I, I, I'm like Rodney. I, from the offensive standpoint, I don't know. I think as a coach, when you're offense or defensive guy, let's just say Shane's offensive guy right now, um, man, you got to just do what you think thinks best to to fit what you wants to what you want to do as a head coach. Anything that happened last year is irrelevant. You know, uh, I mean, you're gonna self scout. You're gonna you know evaluate everybody that that played every snap and all those type things. But I mean, you're literally coming in here with a fresh slate. You know, nobody's going to judge you off of last year's O-line or anything like that. So you got to come in and bring guys in with you or or whatever you got to do to to uh, showcase what you want the coach to look like. So everything that happened with the O-line this past year, you know, it's irrelevant, you know, for Shane to come in because he's going to come in with his own style, his own scheme, his own blocking, his own ways on how he wants things blocked. Uh, and it's not going to look like what it looked like what we were doing uh, last year from a scheme standpoint. So um, Shane got to come in and he's going to, you know, no different than when I was a free agent in 13 and uh, Bruce Arians going to Arizona. 
Um, you know, he brought his own guys in, his own scheme. Like, it, he did not mention anything the year previous on, on any play that any guy made from from that team. So, uh, Shane got a fresh start. And, uh, I mean, it's one of those exciting type of fresh starts because he's coming from, you know, Philly to where every time we watch these guys this year, we were just impressed, you know, with their offensive line and their offensive scheme. So, I'm just excited to see what he's going to do with what he has um, in the coach locker room right now. Absolutely. The, I mean, he, he's got every, just about every position he's got to fill flat out uh, on the offensive side. Anyhow. Right. I mean, there's, there's no or there's, there's no coordinator over there. There's no uh, running backs coach. Heck the running backs coach, Scotty Montgomery is assistant head coach over there with the lions. And he's trying, and I, is it the Vikings? I think that I just saw a report trying to poach him again to to be an offensive coordinator for them so you know and then of course the tight ends coach is gone uh i don't know what's up with uh strausser the offensive line coach um the, the only guy i think that that has a even a shot who's still around and still wants to play uh or or coach on the offensive side is reggie wayne so you know he's got a lot to work with there we talked about the defense is he going to have a meeting with bubba as well bubba ventrone you know, uh, that's that's another, you know, uh, you know, the team is built on three people uh, or, or three units. You know, you got your offensive, your defensive and your special teams. And me personally, I feel like the defense and the special teams really played incredibly well last year. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on on Bubba Ventrone, Gerard? Just in uh, general. Oh, I mean, I think he's a great coach. I think they did a good job uh, this year as a unit and all that. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to just keep going back to, you know, when you're a head coach, you you got certain guys that, that you want to be with, you know, and it's not yeah. necessarily mean that, you know, Bubba's a bad coach if he don't retain him or anything like that. It's just part of the business, man. Um, you're going to bring in the guys that you want to work with, the guy, the staff that you already kind of have formulated before you even got the job. Uh, because that's one thing about it. If you're going, if you're going to get fired, and once you're the head coach, at some point you're going to get fired. I mean, that's just part of the business. Nobody's, nobody's going to be with one team forever uh, mm -hmm. in their career. But if Watch you're going to go, Belichick. <laughs> true, true. But even, yeah. even he was with the Browns at one point. Yeah. You know. So, um, but what I say is. If, if you're going to win or lose and uh, as a head coach in this league, you're going to do it with the guys that you want to do it with and not with guys that, you know, you're forced to be with or anything like that. And that's, that's no knock on any of the coaches um, that may not be retained. You know, they might be great coaches. Just like you said, you know, we got one guy that's left and has already trying, uh, been other teams are trying to get him as an offensive coordinator and all these different things. Uh, this is just the business side of the NFL, and uh, they're mm -hmm. trying to work. They're, they're trying to work through that, and uh, once they get through it, I'm pretty sure we'll have a solid staff, whether those guys stay or not. So, Rodney, I'm not going to ask you about you know whether or not Steichen should keep Bubba, but I do know that you worked with Bubba quite a bit on the special team side this past year, and I'm just curious your thoughts on Bubba as the special teams coordinator for this past season with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Bubba Sharp. He's a guy who demands excellence and will get the most out of his players. Um, and he, regardless of, of year, uh, years on special teams, it, it doesn't matter. You know, he's holding you to the highest level possible. And he takes great deal of pride in his special teams unit. 
And so you see that in the way that the, the special teams unit is um, is 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 formed and executed, you know, on Sundays. And they played a good reason as to why we had, um, you know, we, we were in a lot of games is because of field position, uh, because of the way that we blocked guys returned well. Um, and so he's been, I think, top 10 you know, the past few years from a special team standpoint and somebody that you should highly, you know, they should highly consider keeping around. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I like the defense and the special teams this past season. I thought the Gus Bradley and Bubba Ventrone uh, both did an excellent job at their positions. But like Gerard said, uh, Sykin's going to be hiring his own guys, right? And yeah. so uh, That's true. Uh, there is a – there. I guess there is a chance that they could, uh, both of those guys could end up staying, depending upon how the meetings go with him and and, and the guy, uh, you know, the team meetings that they're going to have. But uh, we just have to wait and see, right? I mean, he's got history not just with the Eagles. You know, we talked about the Chargers. You know, there's guys he's worked with on the Chargers that he might he might be looking yeah. at and going, man, I'd really like him to be the quarterbacks coach, you know, or something of that nature. So yeah, uh, we just have they, to wait they, and they, see on that. Yep, people have their guys already lined up, man. It's it's yep. crazy just listening to some stories about how it works. If you're up next or if your name's called in, in that list for head coaching a job, you know, you're rallying the troops and you already yep. have guys that you've, you know, connected with and uh, been able to form relationships with that. Hey, if I get that job, you know, you're the first I'm hiring. You come in with. Uh, so it's all things are already done. And it, it looks as if, you know, they've they made announcements on Twitter right now as well, you know, announcing uh Shane as as the new head coach. So uh, you know, it's 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 official. Absolutely. And I it was an assumption. We started this uh this episode going, they're going to make Shane the head coach. So we're just going to <laughs> go into this assuming he is the coach. And congratulations, Shane Steichen, for being the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, can't wait to see what comes next for the team and yourself. Uh, next week, I think we'll probably talk a little bit about some of his moves, maybe as the week progresses. Uh, if some moves happen, if he makes a few moves over this next week on some hirings, Maybe we'll get together and uh, discuss them a little bit. Uh, there's definitely an episode soon that I want to get to about the Indianapolis Colts free agents um, where I want to talk about, you know, should we keep or sh should we just let them walk, you know, on the free agent list, uh, which, of course, Rodney, you're in there, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so, um, but – Thank you so much. Is there any final words uh, that you want to talk about with the hire, uh, the hiring of Shane Steichen as the Indianapolis Colts head coach, Gerard? No, I'm glad the, the process is over. Now we can uh, focus on the draft and try to get the best players we can possibly get in the building. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I'm, I guess free agency is before the draft, but, you know, I mean, the draft is very yeah. important, obviously. Rodney? Yeah, just want to say congrats, man, to Shane Steichen, man. Worked hard to be now in this position. And uh, congratulations to, you know, you now as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for uh, uh, hanging out. Like I said, if more if more news comes out this week about, you know, hirings, uh, filling out the positions for Shane Steichen and Indianapolis Colts, we will get to that. 
But I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.